This is Retail Revelations with Dan Holman, host of the Wealthy Retailer podcast series. This topic comes from the weekly series where Dan focuses on items of importance for the independent retailer. I know uh, we love this topic and, and keep pounding on, on the theme of just the importance of, of uh, you know, supporting small local businesses. And, and on that first level of we, we think more of their products and services first. Uh, God, God forbid if it wasn't there tomorrow, but there's such a bigger impact. Uh, talk to us a bit about this story. This article, Auto Retail Insider, said it before, say it again, favorite morning coffee um, uh, news source, Retail Insider. And this article from Sean Terry um, sort of goes on to talk about what we've heard <laughs> many, many, many times before. Small businesses are the lifeblood of the Canadian economy. In fact, of the North American economy. And they are the backbone of the communities in which they operate. They're the very heart and soul of the neighborhoods that they serve. These are statements that have often been employed to describe the contribution of the Canadian entrepreneur and independent business towards the continued and overall strength of the Canadian marketplace. And, and Sean um, grabbed on to um, a former small business owner, Christina uh, Ajid, and I, I believe Christina is or was the owner of Layla's in North Vancouver, which is a fashion forward gift store, couple of locations. And she goes on uh, to talk about her belief as consequences of the pandemic continue to mount, its long-term impacts begin to rear, the critical role filled and performed by independent businesses toward the health of these Canadian communities that we're talking about and the financial viability of the country soon become regrettably obvious. And so now this article really allows us to prove what Christina believes to be true to in fact be true. Her belief, you know, that we're seeing this, this declining Canadian economy and more importantly, this declining community has never been more accurate. Stats Canada, one of <laughs> our least favorite stats reporters, but, but typically on point, you know, Stats Canada says our economy posted its worst ever, worst ever performance, registering a 5.4% decline in GDP for 2020. And, and that, for those statisticians out there, is the largest recorded decrease since they started tracking it in 1961. And so this article continues to impress upon the importance of supporting the independence in our communities. And as you sort of alluded to in the, at the opening, 63 of every $100 spent in a local store stays in the local economy. It stays in your community, as opposed to $14 of every 100 spent at a multinational chain. And so, Rob, what what do we as independent retailers do? And I, I, again, I'm going to say my belief is we need to band together and support each other. And the belief that we are stronger together than apart. Every retailer should be doing, should belong to a retail coalition in their community, an action-driven alliance that fights to support and strengthen our retail economy. And there are lots of coalitions out there. Uh, you know, the Chamber of Commerce, in fact, could be a coalition. Totally. The Downtown Business Association could be a coalition. You know, the performance or mastermind groups that you should be, should be a part of are coalitions. 
And us banding together and strengthening the independent business is how we will push our economy forward. It has nothing to do with multinational chains. And a little a story a little further down, we're going to talk about a multinational chain that's feeling some pinch. Yeah. I, I, I think we brought it up. So this is like many, many episodes ago. I think we used the term profit local instead of yeah. just shop local. And, it's profit and, local. And thinking of that, you know, who's the landlord? Who owns the building? Who the suppliers right. are? Who the staff are? And, and just, you know, all the way down the line. And, and I love that, you know, banding together and, and, you know, Chamber is a great example where, you know, I, I've served on Chamber boards. And, and so my nickel of advice would be that, if, if you're trying to yell from the rooftop just on your own, it, it can come across as very self-serving. Right. But on the on the other side too, you don't need the entire membership to. Well, is is this the entire membership's cause? There there's opportunity for a a, a local retail committee. Let's just as one example to band together. But under the guidance and, and structure of, of a chamber, because right. I've seen the versions too, where you know three or four in the corner decide to band together and, and quickly it becomes super self-serving, right. literally to that one corner. But uh, and uh, Christina does a pretty good job in this article of talking about you know the measure of independent business is always revenue. Uh, revenue is always the measure. And in fact, it never talks about profitability. It never talks about having to generate profit to pay the workers, to pay the landlord, to pay the, you know, the electricity bill. It never talks about profitability. It talks about revenue and revenue decline, not profit increase, not that's just, it's so revenue driven that we do have to think about who owns the building and how am I impacting that? You know, who does the merchandising in this store? Who owns this store? You know, where do her kids go to school? What do her kids do? You know, all of these things that support that dollar we spend in a local business. And it's not, you know, we're coming at this, Rob, from this place of being retail advocates, but it really is all independent businesses. When I go to get my, you know, windshield fixed, I'm going to go see a local guy. I'm going to go talk to that guy. I mean, which, which is, should lead every bit of our spending. Can I buy it from someone closer to me that has greater economic impact in my community than the goddamn click and pick at Amazon? The uh, um, If you look at the restaurant industry for a moment, I'd say that they've done a nice job of building this narrative of, you know, call it farm to table, like the, the yeah. 10 mile, 100, you know, but, but they're communicating that. And I haven't least thus far i haven't seen a ton of that in the what i'd call the retail of that farm to that that local profit approach right. to it and, and with that just comes there's opportunity there's opportunity to tell more of that story in your community about, yeah, there is. about the full impact yeah. there is for sure for sure and depending on the sector of retail that you're in you know you you will have more farm to store opportunity craft to store opportunity, apparel manufacturer to store opportunity um, versus the, you know, the, the port congested um, 80% of all apparel comes on a boat, you know, strategy that we'll talk about a little later. Thanks for joining us on the Retail Revelations with Dan Holman, host of The Wealthy Retailer. Watch for the full Wealthy Retailer podcast each week where Dan dives into the headlines of the week that are important to you, the independent retailer. 
You can find The Wealthy Retailer on all the major podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe. And if you'd like more information, be sure to head to thewealthyretailer.com.